0: You are tuned into Entitled to Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Samson Durrell. And I'm your co-host, H.T. And today we have with us in the studio a very special guest. His name is, I'm going to call him Fulton Baby.
1: Fulton Baby! Welcome to Entitled to Truth. Thank you, thank you. Glad to be here.
0: So I was on Instagram and I came across your page. And the reason I wanted you to come on this show, you are a up-and-coming artist. Is that correct? Correct. And one of the reasons why I wanted you to come on the show is because I wanted to hear your viewpoint as an artist. I wanted to, you to explain. We want to be able to connect with audience that's your age, a little bit older than you, and know about what I call the rap game. So in your own words, can you explain to me what that means when you hear people say, tell me about the rap
1: game? Rap game, long story short, is basically whoever popping in the game right now, whoever music being listened to the most right now, or a rap game comedian, like me, I'm a rapper, so I fall in that category with rappers, not just musicians.
0: So what made you decide that you wanted to be a rapper?
1: I've been rapping all my life, but it was a tragedy that happened in 2017 where I lost three friends. And it just gave me a lot of pain to put in music rather than vent into somebody because I'm not real good at it.
0: So when you say you lost three friends, was it due, and I'm, I'm, I don't need to know exact details, but was it anything related to what I would consider the rap game? And I'm going to tell you why I just said. You know, recently in the news, we hear about all these rappers that are being killed in these different places. We just heard about Takeoff, who was killed in Houston yeah. at a, uh, what they say, a dice game or whatever you want to call it, a boat alley. Does that bother you when you hear about rappers or that statue that's out being killed in the streets and make you want to say to yourself, "Is this really? is this really what I want to do? And, I, and, and the reason why I ask that, we've interviewed mothers whose sons were in the rap industry who were murdered. Mm-hmm. We just did a couple of interviews of mothers whose sons were in the rap game and were murdered. Yeah.
2: And not necessarily, when we say the rap game, they were artists. Right, they were young artists. They weren't necessarily into gang violence or anything like that. Yeah. They just were murdered.
1: Yeah, anything can happen in broad daylight. But as an artist, it it kind of puts more of a target on your back. Because At the end of the day, people you grew up with, you might have the people that stand behind you, and you're going to have that other half that's going to be hating behind your back.
2: The frenemies are the streets.
1: Yeah.
0: So when, So when... When people say the rap game and the the game world, I don't know the difference. Well, I do know the difference. But people tend to connect those two together as if they're one. Yeah. That if you are part that if you are an up-and-coming rapper, that you're in some kind of gang. And I mean and, and, and there and there are no artists that are in games. Yeah. So is and, and I'm not asking you that, but is there a connection between that? Or do you think it gives the industry a bad rap?
2: No pun intended.
1: I'd say that 50-50 because it got a big part to do with the rap game because, okay, say I'm like an OG of the Bloods of the Crips and one of my younger homies coming up, but I'm already a big rapper, and I put him on Sign Him, he's gang-affiliated and now he's my artist too. So it's like he's part of the label and he's a part of the game. So, it got a lot to do with the rap game right now.
0: So, basically, you almost go hand in hand.
1: Yeah. And then you got some labels who not gang-affiliated at all, but still some look at it as it is because all the other labels that's gang-affiliated. So, it's a worldwide look on labels like that. So,
0: even though a person may come into the arena not a gang member, they may will be associated to be one.
1: I wouldn't put it like that, but like, I'll add on to that. Like, fans, because there's obviously a lot of rap beef going on right now. Some fans, like, say I go diss the dead or whatever. You have fans that'll go TikTok that, go Snapchat that, saying those same words. But the people who's being dissed, like their homeboys, some of them don't take that lightly. And that's putting a target on your back at the end of the day. Fans get into it too much sometimes. Yeah,
2: they do. <clears throat> Well, I do have a question. I'm going to go back to um, when you said you had three people killed.
1: Yeah.
2: What were they? Well, he didn't have three. Oh. No, of course, not okay. you. <laughs> you knew of three people close to you, obviously, Yeah. that were murdered. Were they your friends, cousins, what?
1: One was my cousin. Two was my friends. It was actually a car crash. It was four people in the car. Uh-huh. Three of them died. Two of them was brothers. One of the brothers survived, the other one died. Wow. But one was my cousin, the other three was my dogs. Wow. And and
2: it was a car crash, so it wasn't murder, gun violence?
1: No. Nah, it was from a, car, a police chase. A police chase.
2: Wow. How old were they?
1: At the time, 14, 16, and 17, I think.
0: Babies. So you say it was a police chase.
1: Yeah, it was in a stolen car.
0: So, let me ask you this. Would you say that the rap game in itself breeds
1: violence? Yes. I'll say that 100%. Because you have a little kid growing up to, like me, I got a part to do with it too, because I grew up listening to Tupac, Biggie, the violence they spit, and it relates to my world life, my real life situations. It got a lot to do with it, so yeah. I'll say that
2: 100%. But you, you took on the violence, but not the um, knowledge? Because they did both.
1: I took on both.
2: Okay, so always say that. More so the knowledge. More so the knowledge. See, I I, I feel that energy from you. Without you even having to tell. Well, you telling it.
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am.
2: So what kind of um lyrics do you, are you, you know.
1: That I rap? Uh-huh. All types. I have R&B music. You do I have
2: positive a- Stuff
1: as well. I do positive and I do negative a little bit. Uh-huh.
2: So you know that if you do negative, you get in the door faster than if you do positive?
1: It's messed up to say, but it's true. the way the rap game is right now, more violence is getting in than more positive. Right. That's what I understand. But right now my next album dropped in is more positive than negative.
0: That's and so do you think that, that positive album would get the same feedback as your negative album.
1: You never know, because and I'm gonna say a
0: negative album, but I'm gonna say it not so. And 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 this is the album. reason why I, I,
1: I asked this.
0: I believe that music industrial or the music industry promotes violence in our does. And we know violence sale. But my question is what responsibility do you have to the community as an up and coming artist, to your community knowing this? Knowing that violence sale, and someone can very well listen to your music and go out there and do something to somebody. What responsibility do do
1: you have? I think about it all the time. Like, I know I have younger kids that look up to me, especially in my neighborhood, in my community. It's mostly the older guys or the younger kids that look up to me. So I try not to put, like, too much music out there, like, tell them to go this, do this, go do that. And if it is, it's positive. Tell them not do what I did. Growing up as a kid.
0: How was it growing up as a kid? I think I read in your bio that you had been in jail a couple of times.
1: Yeah, as a juvenile. The first one, it was just some young, dumb stuff. Well, my first two ones was the younger dumb, as juveniles. One was just deadly weapon at school, had a knife. And then the second one was just me hitting licks. What's a
2: hitting a lick?
1: Hitting a lick is basically... You going out, pulling car doors, uh, yeah. robbing.
0: Is is it like carjacking?
1: No, I wasn't really into that carjacking. Mm-hmm. This is a moment for truth for me.
0: And a lot of people do not know this, but when I say it, they're going to be like, "What?" When I was eighteen years old, I did a carjacking.
1: I did one.
2: You know, there's a Rico thing going around. You ain't too.
1: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I was 18 years old. You did
2: a carjacking?
0: I did a carjacking at 18 years old. Uh, When people hear this, a lot of people are going to be shocked. Um,
2: Did you get in trouble?
0: I did get in trouble. But I think I was a youth looking to find who I was as a person
1: in the world. You see what it is
0: um and I and 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 I do believe that sometimes growing up we see things and we experience things and we internalize that and try to hurt other people with that because as young people there are there are not and I'm a little older than you uh there are not a lot of outlets for young black men to voice their opinions so a lot of things that were done when I was growing up was kept in. So I do in a way when when I hear when I hear of a young man that's been to jail and got out, I try to look for the positive in that because again I once was on the other side and did and did a crime. Uh, am I proud that I did it? I remember my my father saying this many years ago. He had no regrets in life. And I think sometimes you have to experience things in life and say, I needed to do that to put me where I am at today. Yeah. And to me, those are, uh, I do believe that sometimes in life, you have to experience, no matter how good or bad, sometimes it's the best teacher. Yeah.
2: I did believe that. So do you think you go into the process into the- Prison system Whatever it's called I don't really know the difference you When know, well, you're in
0: prison Or in jail it, There's There's a difference Between prison and jail Well it was juvenile at the time. Okay you're right Which is also different
2: Do you yeah. think that helped shape you in, As far as staying off the streets And staying out of trouble Or It just Cause sometimes I think Kids could just go either way
1: Yeah Me I moved out of my neighborhood That was the best thing for me to do Okay for me to not be around the same environment, right. same people, doing the same you got to do things.
2: different things to get different results, right? You
1: got to expand.
2: So, um, have you dedicated any of your songs to any of your um fallen soldiers?
1: Yeah, I got a few. You got a few. I got actually like three dropping on the next album.
2: And and that kept you out of your pain.
1: It kept me motivated. It
2: kept me motivated. Yeah. Cause when you woke up the next day, those are the three people you hung out with all the time, and then you didn't have them. Or
1: we grew up because we we didn't hang out all the time. Mm-hmm. My cousin was the closest one because right. we played football together, right. so we was always mm-hmm. together on the field. And the year he died, he was actually supposed to be playing high school football with me. Um, and that was actually my last year playing football. Ooh, Cause right. it didn't just it just didn't feel right without him on without the field. Without him on the field, yeah.
2: Just know you carry him. He probably mad that he wanted Man, you should
1: go play football. I'm thinking about getting back into it. So, what's stopping you?
0: Health. Okay. I wanna, I wanna go back to um, the industry. I'm sure recently you've heard this thing that's going, that's been going on with Kanye
1: West. They blackballing him. Right, right.
0: So, my question is this: In the course of you starting your career as a Rap artists. Do you ever think that signing onto a major label, they will alter what you say? Yes. Say things that you don't want to say, do Are things you that you don't to want to do?
1: I'm independent. I was, I was right there. I've had major record labels try to sign me. I've had RCA try to sign me. Yeah. Sony Entertainment. Uh, R&R. But you're
2: not willing to compromise. What you
1: feel and what you want to say. No, I'm not gonna change the way I right. respect my life.
0: Right. So, so here you it is. Able to get them. I declined them. Okay. So they offer you millions of dollars. It's How old are you million, again? Twenty. Let's so let's say they came at you with a hundred million dollars to sign with them. Make you a superstar overnight. Everything you wanted in life can be at your feet. Money, cars, drugs, women, jewelry, whatever. It, anything a hundred million And you turn all that down to be independent?
1: If it don't got the right requirements. Cause I've I've seen it happen a lot. Right. Artists will sign for fifty mil, a hundred mils like you said, but then their whole rap career changes because they want this type of music to be played for their record right. label, And their fans aren't used to that, so to be able to convert into that type of music is hard for artists, and their fan base goes down, and their mental.
0: Yeah, hundred
2: million dollars, <laughs> bump that money. Ain't about the money at the end of the day. Money, and that's what I keep telling you I could live with
0: a hundred million dollars.
1: If you the deal cool. right, if 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 it's fifty dollars, fifty thousand, and deal right, I'll take it. Because exactly. what I can do with that fifty thousand, I can expand that, turn that to a hundred. Turn that hundred into two hundred, and keep expanding.
0: A hundred million dollars. He
2: ain't no sellout. Is basically what he's
0: saying. So, do you know what you were telling us today? I'm I'm gonna tell you what you're telling us now. I want you to listen to this. We have a large audience, and you're telling us today that you are better as an independent artist on your own than signing with a major record label for a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Say that number one more time. Correct i got mad respect for you
1: yeah because that hundred million that's basically telling them telling you
0: you've been bought and sold again you've been property. bought and sold yep. this is the new age of slavery you've been bought and sold and if you say something we don't like guess what we're gonna do we're gonna counsel you mm-hmm.
1: it's just that easy we're
0: gonna shut you down we're
1: gonna counsel you so let
0: me ask i got mad respect for you I, let me tell you something i am a little bit older than you i'm gonna say that again right <laughs> I like rap music, I've met rap artists, I've spoken with them, but I have the most respect for people who say, it ain't about the money, it ain't about the money. Right. Notice how I said a hundred million multiple times, because people would jump on that.
1: Yeah, that's all they see, it's the dollar signs. The dollar signs. But and that they they don't will come see behind, what it. Comes
2: behind it. Yeah. But you know what, in all actuality, they do see what you just have to look closely. Like, look at the Kanye.
1: That's how I have my lawyer look at everything.
2: And look at the people who walk like up and now down down. Even right. got to, you, your lawyer got to have a lawyer. You got to have a lawyer for your lawyer cuz you got to be careful about that. Yeah. Cuz they can
0: I got mad respect for you. Thank you. See, and and I do believe this. I do believe that sometimes people are meant to meet are meant to be in the same that the universe. I I I'm a strong believer in this. Sometimes the universe will place people in front of you to say, hey, this is meant to happen. When I was on Instagram, I wasn't looking for you. I was going through some other stuff, browsing, doing research, and came across your page. And I said, well, what was this guy here? And then I went back and started researching you. And then I reached out to you.
2: So let me ask you this. When you saw his name, did you see his name on his music? What I saw his name. You- and it was just solely on his name, or did you start listening to the music? I listen, I, I,
0: I, I've not. I have not listened to any of your music. What I did was I saw his page, uh-huh. and I think you were you are friends with someone else who I know, and I just clicked on this page.
2: And then what, what I'm trying to get out of you is why did you want to meet him?
0: What was it? Because we just spoke about the rap game when we interviewed those two mothers and uh-huh. their sons being murdered. Okay. And so I wanted to talk to somebody and...
2: Oh, that was in the rap game.
0: Again, okay. I know some rap artists. I know some established rap artists. Do I like them? That's a whole other topic. Do I care to be around them? Again, that's a whole other topic. Do I think that there's sellouts? I'm going to say yes. See, I have an issue with our brothers and sisters that say they about the game and then when the white man or the Jew say something they shut up. Yeah. I have an issue with that.
2: They backtrack.
0: And there are people again that I know in the rap industry I don't deal with you. Yeah. Because one thing I'm not is a coward. Right. Never was a coward. But when I see but when I see it this is why I say this is a rare jewel for me. To meet somebody who says, who says publicly, I don't give a damn about the money. My independence, who I am as a person, can outweigh the money. Because guess what? This is what the universe says. The universe says money will come. Right. The fame will come. Oh. The fortune will come.
2: A question I would have is, are you in it for the fame? I know you're not in it for the money yet.
1: Not for the fame.
2: Not for the fame either? Are you in it just because?
1: Feed my family.
2: Feed your family. That's like a nine to five. We don't need to be rich.
1: And I'm
0: going to tell you something else.
2: And you can still keep your dignity. I like that.
0: I was, there is a, a guy, and I, I cannot say his name over the air, because he eventually would come to this podcast. I want him to speak for himself who was an artist in L.A. And he's doing the exact same thing you're doing. There's a lot of them out there. There were record labels that came to him and offered him money. He turned it down. Every show he does, he sponsors himself and makes his money back. And I said, but dude, you could be making $100 And You know what he said when I told him that? I need to be able to look myself in the mirror. Amen. Thanks. I need to be able to when I look in the mirror to be happy with the person that I see looking back and I need to be able to when I look at my son to know that that the stuff I put out there my son can listen to.
2: Yeah. Or I mean not every bit of music is for everybody like you know they just don't have to listen to it. For instance, I seen Cardi B. She was doing an Instagram TikTok or something, and she was listening to her own song, and her baby walked in there, and she basically stopped what she was doing, turned off the music, and put the baby in the outside the room. So guess what? I'ma always go back to this home training. If you don't want your kids listening to something, it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have to. It doesn't mean that they um have to listen to it, you know? But other parents, they, they should be controlling it too. I, I'm, I'm a firm believer. If if I listen to Tupac, that doesn't mean my daughter has to listen to Tupac and she's only three. Right? That's it. It's, it's just responsibility at this point. Everybody should be responsible. Just because somebody put out an explicit album, doesn't mean that if I want to listen to it that the kids in the car got to listen to it. It's responsibility.
0: What made you come up with the name Fulton, baby?
1: I grew up on a street called Fulton Avenue in Clearwater, Florida. Oh, okay. Born I, was, and raised. I sure was
0: thinking you were from Fulton
1: County. <laughs> Everybody think that when they hear my name.
0: But why Fulton? Why not some other name? Why not a name? Why Fulton, baby? There there has to be some meaning behind it. There has to be something that says, this is who I am.
1: Why it be unique? It's kind of self-explanatory. Grew up on fours and said I was a baby. Right. I'm the original. Yeah.
0: Can you give me, in your own words, what it's like being an artist in this day and age?
1: It's kind of weird, honestly. Because you have your ups and downs. Like now, I'm to the point where I don't like doing club shows no more. Because you spend more money doing club shows than you do at concert or a venue. But,
0: but, but that's how you build your own list. Doing them club shows. It is. The clubs are local
1: though. Those
2: are local
1: spots. Yeah, but, but that's how you build your name up.
0: The, yeah, the guy that I know in California, it. he started that. He started in clubs. Right. And then he started doing his own venue. And people say, well, how are you going to do that? Let me tell you something. He's up. No one can stop you from doing anything. The only person that can stop you is you. About that one, so what's next for Fulton Baby?
1: Putting out more music, hopefully, putting a tour back together. I was supposed to go on tour last year, but I had to my co manager. I ain't gonna say why, but
2: you
1: had my, to fire who? My co manager. One
2: well, monkey so. don't stop the show, you
1: know, right? It didn't stop the show, <laughs> not at all.
0: And then sometimes, I'm gonna tell you something. And I'm a, I am a firm believer in this. Sometimes we need them people to see where we need to go. Yeah. Because in this life, there are people who can only take us so far and then they've done their job yeah. and then someone else takes us to that next level. Anything you want to bless us with?
1: Just a little snippet. Something called get it right. Get it, right.
0: Get it right. All right, y'all heard him now. Get it right.
1: I'm just doing a little hook for y'all. Mm. Go something like this. He said a hook. Yeah, <laughs> a hook. Most times I don't even really need a hook. Okay. I've been trying to get it right, but niggas want to take my life. I remember days I was riding with my pipe. I dove head first, I was posted through the night. And if I want to make it, then a nigga got to fight. But I've been fighting demons, I've been trying to stop my mind. For turning around my neck, I'm smoking, come my home is down. Would I go to the funeral, to see their mama's crying. I'd rather be sparing, I promise, something this niggas dying, yo.
0: And you just heard Fulton Baby. He is our special guest today in the studio. Uh, tell us your. Tell us how our audience can follow you.
1: My Instagram is official Fulton Baby Seventeen. My Facebook is Baby Sosa Jenkins or Ricardo the Smacko Rodriguez. Apple Music Seventeen Hundred Fulton Baby or Just Fulton Baby F U L T O N and then Baby all together.
0: Uh, I'm asking you all to get out and research him. Be his supporters and let's do what we need to do. We need to make sure that we follow this brother, that we support this brother, because what we need to do as a community is to make sure that we're making our own money, supporting our own people so we can do our own thing in this world and not look for other people to give us money to go to the next novel. You are listening to Entitled to Truth podcast
2: your co-host Big T. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and any means of pod being social network platforms. Thank you.
3: I was flying in the Yodel, you know I was spinning, bending. Had my sack on school campus, matter of fact, I got suspended. Everybody thought it was a stolen, but that shit was rented. I was doing a dash in the jet, yeah, I had to spinning it. Doing a dash, doing fast, feeling like the flash. Had to hit the left and hit the right, The crack was on my ass. I was towing on that toilet, yeah, I had to buck the jack. Yeah, I took your fucking satin, nigga, you ain't getting it back. I be smoking on that dually, felt like I was in the movie. Yeah, like I hop on your ass, they shout out to Milo Foley. I be toing on that 23. More like Devin Hester, better watch you every move, you're like a nigga, playing checkers. Toin' on this 45, 5 I send my dog a letter. I heard that he got stabbed, I hope my nigga getting better. I don't really trust niggas, they falling off you like a feather. Finger icy on the man, but I ain't telling about the weather. Can buy my paper heart, they see me on the TV. I went and dropped them goals, I ain't worried about no VVs. Mama Yola boy begin to check. I hope you see me. I was with the chip for body yeah, her name was me, me. My head first in the street. Say I'm school, but dying. I ain't even got much.